You're listening to Sideshow Network. Check out all of our shows at sideshownetwork.tv. Welcome to a new episode of Worst Collection Ever here on Sideshow Network. I'm Sean. And I'm Jen. And uh, the show, of course, is uh, brought to you by Comics on Comics, where the greatest comic minds meet the greatest minds in comics. Uh, As always, we bring you the worst of our collection. Yay! And uh, Awful. Awful, terrible, not very good. Nope, bad. (laughs) Bad. And uh, this one, I think, this week, actually, we kind of have a a theme. Yeah, maybe a little. It's an animal theme. Yeah, I guess you could say it that way. I was going to say it was a kidnapping theme. Oh, that too. Uh, But, um, yeah, we can also be an animal theme. Yeah, I felt this was a very animalistic theme, and... uh, well, uh, we'll start with uh, the first of our selections today. It is The Angel and the Ape. Yes, Vertigo comic. Number one, our first Vertigo comic. Oh, man. We don't normally do... See, I, I feel weird doing Vertigo stuff because it's like... It's technically DC. No, it's technically DC. I don't feel weird doing it because it's not technically DC. Mm-hmm. But oh. I feel that it's... There's something... Dirty? Well, no, it's not dirty. It's just that it's... It's it's not it's not I feel like it's supposed to be more uh you know because you know because Vertigo books are for suggested for adult readers uh huh and I feel like it's supposed to be more like respected okay not that to say that everything that Vertigo puts out is is good. Right. Because I'm certain they have a lot of crap. Well, I would say this is definitely an example. And this is an example. So I guess we're doing, we're, make, we're making a, a I statement here. I think it's here. just, it's for mature readers because there's butts and boobs in it. And the word fuck is used and not like with little ampersands and stuff. Right. So. And there's a lot of, <coughs> we'll talk about it. All right. Well, this is from uh, Angel and Ape, of course, are from the 60s or late 60s, early 70s. Um, and they were these two characters that showed up at one point. They're private eyes. Yeah, the private eyes. They basically were two characters that showed up in like a showcase book back in the day, and you know they went away for a while. And then back in two thousand and one, we got a mini series. So this is number one. Uh, uh, I do have to make a quick comment right up front, though. Mm-hmm. I was very surprised by the art on the inside of this book because the cover, mm, yes, is very. You know, realistic, very detailed, you know, very angry little ape's got a gun. There's this chick, and then you open it, and it's cartoony. Yeah, it's very, like, Archie's. It's weird. It it was a a surprise, because I didn't expect that based on the cover. Of course, I'd never seen this book before. Uh, Before I bought it out of the dollar bin, but... um, I guess this is what you get. Yeah, I guess so. Kind of a bummer. I mean, it Art Adams... actually a bummer. Arthur Adams... I don't know if it's the Art Adams. I don't know if it's... He did this... If he's the one that did this cover, but... No, it's a nice cover. Yeah, and the inside of it's just like, what? It's a cartoon. It's a cartoon written by Howard Chaikin, who, which uh, supposedly this means it'll be really good, but... Well, what month is this? Oh, this is uh, October 2001. October 2001. 
Right. Yay. <laughs> so, uh, first off, I have to say, we'll get, well, you know, we'll just get into it. Yeah. Um, so basically, they're private eyes. Yep. Private dicks. Private dicks. Angel, In New York. Angel O'Day. I guess that's her and name. And Sam Simeon. Sam Who's an ape. Who's an ape. Like, and honestly, God, he, he Yeah, and he wears suits, and apparently he also draws comics, because that's what he's doing right here. Yes. And this page, while his friend April, or Angel, or whatever the fuck her name is, is standing there in her lingerie, asking him which dress is better. Yeah. So she tries on a bunch of clothes. I don't know where she's going. I think she's going to some sort of... I have, like, a wedding for a friend of hers, maybe? Yeah. And Sam, the ape... helping her. Helps her... And I don't know where she's getting all of these clothes, because this is also their office. Well, they lived there. Well, they well, live? well, actually, if you see here... Is that what it is? It's kind of... Well, no, wait, I'm sorry. I, I disregard it. She's got a bunch of these outfits, but they're hung from, like... A bunch of pipes. Like, a, a bunch, bunch of, pi- of pipes. A bunch of pipes, which for some reason... Okay, so they're on, like... The, it looks like they're on, like, a higher level than right. just the basement, but right, it looks like they all, live in the basement. I was going to say, all those pipes... Uh, I mean, because it's not just, like, one pipe. This is, like, every pipe in the building. Yeah. So I don't really understand where they're supposed to be. So anyway, so she comes in, or she's she's trying to get dressed for she's some She's like, event. oh my god, I'm so sexy, oh my god. And she's very, very sexy. Everything is very tight and short, and her boobs are very big. And she's got eyes, you know, those very sexy eyes, very sexy lips. She's just very sexy. And obviously, you can tell that the ape wants to have sex with her. Uh, but he is an ape. And he doesn't talk. And I he thought, doesn't talk, which see, is weird. A, I thought he talked. Here's just, that's the thing. I was surprised, because this is another surprise that I don't really familiar with his characters, but I I just assumed he was, would talk. That, he, that he would talk. Like, he was just like, oh, it's a talking ape, because he's also a I mean, dick. He's wearing a goddamn suit. He's wearing a tie. He draws comics. He draws, and he's able to give the characters in his comics speech bubbles, and they talk, and there's, like, writing in their speech bubbles. So it's not like he's incapable of it. He just doesn't do it, which is well. No, I mean, he's not incapable. Of it. He just doesn't. He understands English, but he just doesn't know how to speak it. But he can write it. So why doesn't he like carry around like a, a whiteboard and write down things so people can read it? Like if you were mute. That's true. But he doesn't. No, he doesn't do he any just of that. It's weird. So I'm assuming this woman who's her landlord. I guess. I, I guess. Comes in. No, she comes in. Or just, or just someone who lives in her building. I think it's a landlord. Yeah, she comes in. She's like, I got a, I got a, a case for you. And in comes Torso Von Torso. That's or right. Sorry, Torso Von Morso. Torso who, Von Morso, who kind of looks like he should, uh, that he really wanted to be on a, a Che shirt. Actually, he looks like, he looks like, he's dressed like Sam... L. Jackson. Yeah, yeah, he's got like the backwards leather. What is that even? He's got a cable yeah. hat. That's it. Right, and apparently, now this is this is where things get confusing. So yes. here, here it establishes that he is the CEO of Pindars of North Hollywood. Right. Right. So I thought it was in L.A. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. I totally did. It is not. <laughs> it, it, it's not apparently. Apparently, but he's the here. Pindars of North Hollywood, you guys. Just so you know, lingerie store. Is it a real lingerie store? No. I've never heard of it before, but in this book, it's a lingerie store, because of course it is, and now you've got to watch this girl eat a banana. Oh, that's That's right. also going on. I so, missed that. I don't know yeah, how I missed that. He, like, hands her a banana, and she starts eating it in front of this guy, which women know not to eat bananas in front of random dudes. Like, yeah. 
So she's just like eating this banana, and then he's just, like, that's he's, like that George Carlin, uh, George Carlin joke where he's talking about um, about he's like about women eating like bananas in public. It's like we're it's like we're watching and we're we're thinking. Right. You know, these like, are things women have to think about in their daily lives. Like you have to break bananas into pieces and eat it if you want to eat it in public. Because dudes are creepy. Yeah, there's, a, there's a scene in the remake of Lolita where the girl is eating a banana, but she's kind of eating it like a corn on the cob. <laughs> it's very strange. Or she's, yeah. kind, she's kind of like like lightly skinning it with her teeth. Ew. But not, yeah. Ew. Yeah. It's one of those things where like, when I was watching that movie. I had to watch that movie from grad school, and that was one of the things where somebody was like, this is very strange. Like, nobody eats a banana like that, like, right. ever. No, no, either. I, no I one's can't. ever eaten a banana that way. Anyways, so we're talking so about bananas. My, what I think is really funny here is this guy, he's like, I'm here because one of my models is missing. Right. I really... It's like his best model. Bambi Dextrous. Apparently it's like the only model It's that the matters. only model that matters because apparently she's perfect for what he does. But he, he shows this picture of her... And he's like, oh, I, you know, I majored in art at the new school. This is amazing. Look at how great she's making our lingerie. And, like, she's supposed to be doing, like, a send-up of, um... The clamshell. Yeah, the clamshell, the Venus painting. Um, but you're selling lingerie, which she is wearing, and she's covering it with her hands. So I'm not exactly sure how that works. <laughs> That's a good funny. Uh, for selling a product. But he's very, very proud of this picture. And so he wants to find this girl. Right. Right. And he's like, please help us, blah, 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 blah. And here's $5,000. And then I'm going to get up and leave. And, oh, by the way, I'm wearing assless chaps. <laughs> I had to look twice at that. Cause yeah. Because he's, he's fully clothed everywhere else, dressed like Samuel L. Jackson. And he turns around and all you get is butt cheek. <laughs> Actually, I kind of like the monkey looking at mm-hmm. He's like, ooh. No, see, they're monkey. What? See, sometimes he has funny, like, this is him looking at the picture of that girl, so see, his eyes get all big, because obviously he likes that girl and wants to have sex with her. <laughs> That's how you can tell what's going on in the monkey's head. He gets different facial expressions. Yeah, no, I mean, it's, it's, it's actually kind of... I mean, the monkey is cute. I kind enjoy of endearing. the monkey. I will have to say I like the monkey. Uh, so, everything else is stupid, but the monkey is dumb. No, no, wait. The monkey is not dumb. I like the monkey. Everything else is stupid. Yeah, everything else around him is stupid. Yeah, because there's that girl again, just stripping down. And then, then, so the guy leaves, and his partner strips down to change. And, of course, she does it in front of everybody. Yeah. And then he shows... He shows her uh, his latest, his, uh, the monkey... Uh, his new comic. Sam. Let's call him Sam. Sam. Sam shows uh, Angel his comic, which is, uh, which is called Hey Boy and Miss Thing. And you see, he, they've got speech bubbles. I know, so, well, but, but you can't really read what it's saying, so maybe it's I just know, like gibberish. I'm, I'm assuming it must not be gibberish. He wrote Hey Boy and Miss Thing at the top. <laughs> you could read that. Well, maybe, some, maybe she named it. Maybe. I have, a lot of, I have a lot of ways of discounting this. Yes. Is that this monkey cannot actually speak yes. anything, you know, but somehow... It's okay in oh, society. The other thing I really want to point out about every single character in this book, save the monkey, Sam, because he doesn't speak, and uh, Angel, because she doesn't seem aware, is everybody else talks about all the really fucked up sex they have. Oh, yeah. They're all horny bastards, and they're always like, yeah, we're fucking... <laughs> like, well, every fucking character in the book except the two of them. Well, it's a Vertigo comic. That's I know, why. but I just... Every character except them, I just found was weird. Well. Like, so then they leave to go investigate, but they go to a nail salon first, and I don't even understand the conversation that Angel has with that woman. 
Yeah, I know. I don't get it. Yeah, I don't know what that's like, going Like, I read on. it, and I was like, I don't understand. And she gives her, like, a giant stack of money. Like, a lot of money to do her nails. But I think, I feel like there's some sort of, like... Something's going on. Yeah. You know, I, I read that nail salon article in the New York Times. They're not going to give that much money. It's human trafficking and issue. There's a lot of issues with nail salons in New York. Just as an FYI, this is a thing that's going on right now. Oh, okay. okay. Um, but anyway, but they have a weird conversation that makes no fucking sense. And then they go out onto the street, and I there's a full page here where it doesn't have anything else to do with the rest of the story. And I really feel like this is the writer just coming in saying, I really want to make a comment about New York in the early 2000s, so I'm going to make this character say it but it doesn't make any sense and it doesn't affect anything else that's going on in the rest of the story. Right. Because she just bitches about, like, how New York is not New York anymore even though she's not from here and, like, Giuliani's taking all this credit for making it, like, you know, crime-free and that's bullshit and blah, blah, blah. It's, like, this weird thing and then it just it just doesn't... It just goes back into the story. And especially because this girl seems to be kind of oblivious. I don't really see her saying that. It's kind of like the writer just really wanted to make this point. And he was like, oh, I'm going to get a bit, put it here. Guys, the monkey can't I'm going to put it, it here. I can't go on the internet and put it on my fucking blog like everybody this little, else. There's a little gag here. Instead of gap, it says jip. Lovely. Yeah. Funny. So, yeah. So, that that happens. So, actually, I just kind of figured this out. So, I understand it's in New York City now because... It's Pinder's but it's, but North Hollywood. It's like Hollywood. Fred Frederick's. It's like Frederick of Hollywood. Yeah. I'm like, oh, okay, that makes sense didn't now. They, but didn't Frederick's of Hollywood go bankrupt or something? I feel like it's in every mall. I know, but I thought they were closing like a bunch of them. Well, maybe. Um. So, anyways, they go to this place apparently, which is apparently, yeah, yeah, which apparently, Pin, you know, Pinder's in North Hollywood is based out of New York, and they go to this really gross. Area of town. Gross area of town. To talk to Mr. Torso. Which I don't even know if they have those in New York anymore. And, uh, the monkey and Angel walk in and there's, it's funny because, uh, it's like your, well, I mean, yeah, it's your typical, like, sleazy office. It's, yeah, it's like an office slash lingerie place. I guess it's their headquarters. And there's a receptionist and she sends them to the back where they're, like, taking pictures of another model in lingerie. And then, see, this is another thing I didn't understand because uh, Mr. Torso is there. Yeah. And, which is fine. But then he starts, he came to them to be like, she's the perfect model, the yeah. Bambi girl. And then he starts talking about how much he hated her. Yeah, yeah, I just noticed that too. I'm like, I'm like, wait a second, what? Because he didn't give any indication that he, he just didn't could basically, like her. He literally walked in and said, she's the perfect model, please find her. Yeah, please find this woman. And then we go back to where he is. With his employees, and everybody's like, "No one liked her. Fuck her. She's terrible." I mean, maybe. Like, then why did you ask to find? But everybody's saying, "Well, then also this other model saying something about her, like she's a horrible syphilitic whore or something." Syphilitic. I believe she says syphilitic whore. Yeah, she does, Uh, and she hopes that she's dead. Which that's what you want to tell people who come around asking for information on somebody who's missing is, "Oh, they're gone. I really hope they're dead." Uh, <laughs> I am not a suspect, thank you. <laughs> I am not a suspect in this possible murder, maybe not. Yeah. So, nice. But then she also asks, then the model also asks to have a threesome with Angel and the ape. Yeah. Randomly, apparently, that's a thing that happens to real people in the real world when you just walk into a room. Well, I mean, you know, these people say, this is, again, this is a book where everybody's, you know, sure. horny and you know, ready to 
ready to fuck. And they're like, no, thank you. And she's like, I understand. Understandably so, too. And she's like, that's cool. Respect. Well, I kind of like it, though, because she's like, I kind of, I think it's funny because the, the, the monkey's like, or she, um, Angel speaks for, for Sam. And she's like, yeah, he won't go near anything where knowing where it's been. Like, as if, like, you know, he's got a type and stuff. Like, and she knows all about it. He's a monkey. He's a monkey. He will shit in his own hand and throw it at you. That is what monkey Maybe he do. does. I mean, he does wear a suit. It looks pretty nice on him. It does. It is a very nice suit. He's but got a vest and everything. He does. And he does. And, and uh, I'm very, very impressed. But at the same time, <laughs> he's a monkey. Yeah. I've so, seen them at the zoo. Yeah, I know I've seen them. Yes, yes. So they go ahead and I tell her to go ask to uh, speak to Bambi's ex-husband. Yeah. And they can't get in. They can't get in. Because she's got a doorman, a doorman at her apartment building. So they climb the apartment. They scale the apartment building. And apparently Sam is afraid of heights, but he does it anyway. And they break into this woman's apartment. Yep. And while they're supposed to be investigating, uh, Angel decides that she needs to steal one of Barbie's dresses and put it on. Of course, she's butt-ass naked, so you get seen a lot of crack yeah. when she puts it on. Because that's what you should do if you're investigating things, is just steal the person's clothing. Well, I mean, you know, they assume that maybe, she, she, maybe she's it's... She's like, it's a $1,000 dress. I'm just going to take it. So she does. Um, and she puts it on, and then they hear a noise, I think. Yeah, they hear his noise. And the th- and I, wait, now, is this guy, like, also in the same bedroom? He, I feel like he busts in. Oh, it's okay. So it's a guy but from the police office. He's the actual cop, right? Yeah, he's an actual cop. So it just happens to be like he showed up. And but he why is he sir, why is he sneaking around like looking at all her shit? Maybe he heard them. And, he and why does this look like a kid's bedroom? It really does. There's, it, it really does look like a kid's it's bedroom. It's actually, actually very creepy. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if I like this. Well, it doesn't make any sense because she's supposed to be married. Yeah, because there's a picture right? of her... Like, I don't know, I'm assuming she's getting married, and then, wait, that's the husband. So is this, and is it's that, not, it's just her apartment, right? Because they're ex. So is that her family? I'm assuming that's her family. Her family from four, maybe? I don't know, it's No, weird. I think that's her, like, her mom, her dad, her brother. Okay, so it's her family. Yeah. Her family. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then, like, it is, a, like, kind of a little kid's bedroom, because there's a lot of stuffed animals, there's pictures on the walls of, like, bear, like, you know, stuffed bears. Uh, teddy bears and stuff. It, it, it's it's kind of creepy. Not kind of. It's really creepy. I don't know why that was. But also, there's a whole drawer full of tiny thong underwear in this bedroom. <sighs> so it's a little creepy. And this cop is like giant. Yeah, he's this giant man, and he like sees because he's just because in relation to the underwear, it looks like he's like fucking minute bowl <laughs> or like. You know, like big show. This is what Andre the Giant looks like if he was to pick up a pair of extra small panties. <laughs> that's, like, that's, that's probably a fetish for somebody. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely giant. Something. Giant men picking up underwear. Giant. I mean, because his hands are huge. So giant man picking up tiny underwear. Yeah. So anyway, so he busts uh, Sam and Angel <laughs> in the in there and they yell at each other. They yell at each other. I think now is he saying like here like. I'm just looking out for the woman I love. Is he in love with her? Or I'm is he assuming in love with he's Bambi? in love. No, I'm assuming he's in love with her, with Angel. Yeah. And he's like, "Get out of here! You know, you're not supposed to be here." Whatever. And she's like, "Meh." And she walks out, and then he, he like, all of his speech bubbles turn to hearts, and he's like, "Oh, gulp, gasp," because he like, apparently he loves her. Yeah. Which whatever. So then they go back to their house slash where office they live, slash. Oh. And order a pizza. 
Well, Angel is like, look at my butt. This dress is so short. This dress is so short. If I bend over, you can see my tan lines. Tee hee. And then um, the door rings and someone gives them a pizza. And then... Yeah, I think it's some woman who likes and lives. I, I get the impression that this is a trans woman. Yeah. And that... Uh, she looks like a pop. Kind of, yeah. And she actually looks like she's wearing the same dress. <laughs> how embarrassing funny, wearing actually. the same outfit um, but apparently she's got a crush on Sam Yeah, and Sam won't come to the door so he hides amongst the millions of pipes that they have oh that's right where's the thing is look here right that's, so this is like the upper building but like right it's definitely not a basement apartment and, but there's a lot of pipes I mean I don't know. I've never lived in New York. Are there that many exposed pipes on first floor be, apartments? I'm not on first floor apartments. I mean, right. I mean, a basement, a basement apartment, apartment I buy. Yeah. A basement apartment. Because I've stayed in, like, I've, you know, I stayed sure. in somebody's house in which place in Brooklyn and it was in a basement. Yeah. Kind of. I mean, yeah, it makes sense. I, I absolutely believe it in a basement, but not on a first floor. These, I know these are minor things, but, know, this is I, just, but this, it bothers me. I know. Unless they installed those just so he could, like, hang out on them, but... Wouldn't it be more like bars instead of pipes? Because those are definitely pipes. Anyway, so they find her a pizza. You know, she brings a pizza. And then... Like pizza, pizza. So then she gets butt-ass naked because apparently she's not wearing any underwear with this dress. So there's her ass again. But then as she's taking off her dress, she walks into a door. Because she's stupid. Because she's also dumb. Uh, and then is this the next day or later? I... I'm assuming it's the next day. So they go to a construction site and she dresses like Jessica Simpson uh, in the Dukes of Hazard movie. Right. With, you know, tiny, tiny shorts and, like, uh, then plaid, she puts on, yeah, plaid, plaid and then she puts on, like, a hard hat and... She goes and yells at the ex-husband who's, she, a, yeah. who's a, um, a guy. Like, like a contractor or Contractor or whatever. And yelling at him and he's like, no, but really, like, I know she's a model, but, like, we were, she was a virgin when she met me and then we had sex and then she got addicted to sex and then she started fucking everything. Like, everything like all the things it's all about sex threesomes like other dudes but then like a donkey and a rabbit i think a rabbit is mentioned dog and pony dog and pony yeah uh, so basically uh, the, the thesis of this book is that all the women are whores did frank miller write this yeah <laughs> horse 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 could not get out of this book without making anybody a whore. So all all of the girls, except the main character, and she's just dumb, are slutty, slutty, slut, sluts. So they're like, as they're about to leave, there's this huge cement block that just happens to fall. Well, somebody attempted to drop it on them. I was bet. it dropped on them or did it just it feels like it was being, fall? It feels like it was being... Maybe somebody was trying to kill them? Oh, no, it looked like it was random. Eh. I don't know. I can't tell because it's right above them. But well, you can see here it's kind of like a frayed line. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I don't know if it was on accident or on purpose, but this big cement block drops. The ape uh, pushes everybody out of the way, and the cement block shatters. And, of course, on the inside is dead Bambi. And she's wearing a French-made costume. And, by the way, it looks amazing for being encased in cement. 
Well, that and also her, the fact, her clothes are perfect. Her clothes are perfect. <laughs> her but makeup's also, perfect. But also being crushed in a cement block, falling from that height. Right. Oh yeah. How is it that her she's body perfect. hasn't just like exploded? It should have. Uh, like it she should, should be, be in pieces. It should just be like a bunch of blood yeah, everywhere. No, no. But no. Uh, and she's also dead, so she should look dead. But she doesn't. She looks great. No, she probably. So alive. um, yeah. So that's it, and that's how we end on the first issue of the Vertigo reboot of Angel and the Ape, mm. number one, from October 2001. I think we should just, I think we should do something a little bit different this in our episodes. What? And so say whether or not you would want to read the next issue. Oh, okay, I'm for that. All right. So I, I put that to you first. <sighs> um, probably not. I'm slightly intrigued because mm-hmm. it does. Once you kind of get, once it kind of it does, it does. It does say for a few panels. Yeah, no, I mean it's got a definite story and plot. Like there's this dead woman. You probably it's, you know, it's kind of like watching an episode of SUV where everybody's like sluts. SUV. <laughs> SVU. SVU. Damn it, SVU. Where I thought you were doing it on purpose, but no, no I always fuck that one up. Uh, SVU where everybody sluts. Sluts, yes. Uh, and, and so like, like if they did a Cinemax version. Yeah, it's basically like a Cinemax or basically like an FX version of yeah. the book. It's just like, like, this is what you would see on like, uh, you know, cause all the, the gratuitous nudity and stuff. This would be on like USA up all night. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like, like back on the back of the day or like you probably like this is for us real real old people you try to watch it through like you know when you couldn't get that channel you try to watch it through the scramble mm. like maybe i could see a boob like yeah my <laughs> father would have rented this if this oh, was yeah. on dvd if this was on tape in 1988 i would have seen this Right, if it was like an Emmanuel movie, no, not an Emmanuel movie, but just like if my dad, my, my dad probably would have been at the video store and would have been like, "Hey, this looks good. <laughs> What's this? That's not an angel and an ape." You, right, you know what? My it. dad probably would have rented this too. See, I don't know. I don't know. I, mean, I, I yeah. No, the reason I say that is because it has a big ape, which he would assume would be talking, and he would find that amusing. <sighs> But my dad is also the guy who came home with, like, Kroll, like, nine times. I've been like, who wants to watch Kroll again? <laughs> I liked Kroll. <laughs> I watch that's... Kroll right now. <laughs> my dad loves that fucking movie. Back, 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 back. <laughs> oh, my God. What the hell, ga- man? I'm so gassy. This is horrible podcasting. Anyways. Is, is, are you gassy because you're watching the Divas match on silent? Yes, it, it's it messes with my GI tract. <laughs> all these, all these colors and their I, outfits. Was it? Oh, I think it was like one of those like sub blogs on Deadspin or something. There was like a wrestling thing where it says like the best wrestling right now is women's wrestling. Well, because yeah, but it's on Do, NXT. It's not on. It's not necessarily <laughs> this stuff. It's not on. It's on in the farm league. It's in the league. It's in the stuff that everybody, you know, all the cool people are watching. This is. This is okay. It's not very good. It's better than it could. It's better than it should be, but it's not the best. I think our buddy Paul Vernon might have something to say about this. <laughs> ladies wrestling. Ladies wrestling. All right. So speaking of ladies wrestling, the human fly. Human fly. 
Human Fly from Marvel Comics, number four. Can I just say one thing real quick before yes. we start talking about this? Uh, I appreciate Paige yeah. in the same way that I appreciate Seamus. That they're extremely pale? Yes. Uh, they, like <laughs> me, are the same color of how the fuck are you so fucking pale? Yes. Because I am also that pale. <laughs> well, they are. For- and I can't. I just, I'm the color of a wall. So I appreciate it. It's yeah. nice to see myself represented on Well, they're TV. from, you know, they're from the, the, the Isle of Wight. Yeah. Across the sea. Sea. So. All right. Anyway. So, Human Fly. The Human Fly from Marvel Comics. Stan Lee presents the Human Fly. I bet the he Stan did. Lee presents fucking everything. Actually, well, yeah, it's from the December 2000, I'm sorry. It's number four from December 1977. All right, old comic. Old as shit. Older than us. And I'm like, actually, I like, uh, on the inside page here, there's this uh, ad for Pizzazz Magazine. Who's that guy supposed to be? That's Stan. No, it's not. It's right here. It's just Stan Lee says that he's no, like, No, hey. Stan Lee has looked exactly like he looks right now for the past 78 I, I, I understand, years. I understand <laughs> that, but that, that's why I was like, that's why I love this stuff. Looking at Stan, fucking Stan Lee. And Stan Lee looks like the guy from that Angel and Ape book. He's got this giant, he just looks gigantic. He looks like somebody who would star uh, oppo- like opposite Tom Selleck. Like he a looks like okay, cop okay. drama. Right. That is not fucking Stanley. If <laughs> there were, if Stanley ever makes it into the triple X world oh God, I hope not. of parodies, no. No. he will be played by this guy. <laughs> sure, triple X parody Stanley. I buy. That's what I'm saying. Actual Stanley. No, no, Stanley's not dead. Yeah, Stanley. No, I've seen pictures of Stanley from like back in the early '60s. He looks exactly the same as he does now. But he's this, always been old. But this art looks like he's basically like the brawny. Yeah, he's the brawny towel man brawny with like man. you know white in his temples, and that's not true at all. No, no, he was he was fucking dirt by this time. In 1976. <laughs> He's, he's just Stanley is one of those guys who's just even when he was young he looked old, and that's okay you know it, because really you just settle into that and you look the same for the rest of your life and that's all right. There's a handful of people that but we know. He does not look like that. He has old life. <laughs> it's all. Yeah. Anyway, so he he uh, he's responsible for the human fly. He presents it, um, and this is actually this might be true. To you, it might be fun for you because this is based in Colorado, I think. Well, it's based somewhere in the Rocky Mountains. Okay. Uh, whether it is not it's Colorado or not, they do not mention specifically. So the human fly is a guy. He's a stuntman. He's a stuntman. Now, do you know that you probably don't know the story? I about, sure don't know anything about. It. All I got is that he was a stuntman. So the human fly is actually Canadian. So I mean, he could be in the Canadian Rockies. It's true. Actually, that's a very good point because um, the Rockies are big. Yes, they are. Um, he could be in Saskatchewan. Yes. Um, <laughs> and he. Is um, and he's he's a he was a stuntman who got into like a car accident, mm-hmm. and like his family was killed in this accident. Oh no! But he survived, and most of his bones were replaced with steel things because apparently in the comic book world, if your bones are like pretty much, if like if your entire skeleton is replaced with steel, with some sort of metal, or yeah. some sort of or just steel and steel. Like steel in general, like I mean, people get steel screws and right. things like that. But I mean, most of his bones are replaced with steel. Basically, he became able to like train and do something where he is able to, uh, um, you know, like be much more athletic as the human fly. 
you know, as a human fly person. That happens a lot in the Marvel Universe, people replacing skeletons. Yeah, no, exactly. Metal but I mean, but the thing about Wolverine is, like, his skeleton, like, adamantium. Well, adamantium fused adamantium, to his bones. Adamantium fused to his bones, or, like, vibranium, like, those are hardcore fake metals. Right. This is just straight up, like, stainless steel. Oh, you man. Know, or Human whatever. fly, they just got kind of the shaft. They're like, you don't even get cool metal. No, you don't get cool <laughs> just metal. regular old surgical steel. And he only exists in, like, this book only. I don't think he ever appeared... I have to double-check, but I don't think he appeared in anything else other than just, like, this small series, uh, short series of books. Mm-hmm. And maybe... And, there's, and there was already was, like, a Human Fly character that was also in Spider-Man that was a villain. Who was an actual... Who was actual, like, man, like, hybrid fly. Right, who could, like, walk up buildings and stuff, right? Well, look at this guy. But can he... Why can he walk? Is he? Is it just because he's like a stuntman? He can climb a building. Well, he's able to like he has like but suction he, devices and stuff. But he, it's not like his actual hands stick to walls. He's got like things that allow him to do that. Right, but they're devices. Devices, like, yeah. Thing, like no, no, like yeah. his skin, like he's not like Spider Man. Right, that's what stick. I'm asking. Okay, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, of course. But yeah, that's um, yeah, that's basically. Anyway, so he's being. There's no whores in this book. I just wanted to point that out. Why? There's no whores in this book. No. There's whores in the last book. This book, a dearth of whores. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so the human fly. So, anyways, he's uh, being pistol whipped by, uh, I think his name is Mr. Martinet. Yes. For some reason, though, he's dressed like an asshole. Yeah. He's dressed in this, like, this it yellow does, It doesn't make sense why this guy's wearing cape. this outfit when you get what he actually does for a living because you, you do to get that later and you're like, why are you wearing a costume? Like he's, just, well, he's just dressed like, like he's like some sort of, he's got some sort of powers or some sort of like, you know, the costume benefit. And he's wearing a costume. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's wearing a costume like a jackass. Like a, a I mean, maybe he's just like, you know, everybody else gets to wear a costume and he's pissed run around. Wh- I don't want to wear a costume and run around. He's got a big M on his chest. He looks ripped as fuck. He does. Anyway, so the human fly, I think he... There's something going on in the book beforehand where apparently this girl has been uh, abducted. And this girl is in a wheelchair because she's been paralyzed from an earlier bout of polio, Mm -hmm. uh, which is a thing and why we vaccinate our kids Mm -hmm. so they don't get polio. But so she got polio and she's in a wheelchair for life because it left her uh, unable to use her legs. So she's been kidnapped by this guy. He thinks. Apparently, as the book goes on, which we'll find out, that's not actually the case. So, the human fly has gone to rescue her, and now he's been captured by the masked guy's henchman, and he's getting pistol whipped in the face. Yeah, so human fly are off the bat, not doing very good. Nope, having a bad day. And this poor girl, this polio girl, is like, She's what's just going out on? Completely. What's happening? Yeah. Uh, you know, and he's like, you're my daughter. Meh. You know, or whatever. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Apparently, she's his daughter, but not flies. A marionette guy. Yeah, marionette. If a fly is just a guy. No, no, no. I mean, the polio girls is marionette's daughter. Yeah. So that's when the human fly is starting to realize that maybe not everything is as it seems, because he was told by another dude that his daughter had been abducted. Right. So they're both claiming that this girl is their daughter. He's quite analytical. Yeah. There's a lot of that going on here. Yeah. 
So anyways, we got we got, we kind of cut to some folks that apparently the human flies buddies. Yep, and one of and them the, has a claw for hand. He has a claw for hand. Actually, is amazing because he's like leaning on it like pensively like like contemplating. Pencil, yeah. It's a really great picture. I gotta say because he's like pensively. I wonder if I should use that against this hook. as our as our cover it, image. It's uh, it's a pretty great image. I have images from this book. I might use that. Uh, it's pretty good. But I, there's another better image coming up. There so. is a good one. Yeah, this one has a couple on it. This um, one has a hook for a hand, so... I don't but he's, like, leaning against it on his chin, like the thinker with a hook hand. It's just cool. Right. So, I don't worry about this guy. What's, 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 yeah, what's what his what, deal? What is, I don't even know what, what his deal is. What does he end up right doing? Right now, he's just wearing a turtleneck. He's got a hook hand. That's it. He's flying in a plane with a If he was in most books in the Marvel, and if he was in, like, the Marvel Universe, like, in the movies, and it was just, like, a guy with a hook hand, he just went... Who just mm, thinks about things? And he just, like, he just thought about, you know, he just, he's just, he's just like, some, like... Guy in the universe. I'm like, oh, fuck, fuck yeah, that guy's awesome. Yeah, that guy's great. Let's got some great hair. Look at that. He does. He's got amazing hair, thinking, wearing a turtleneck. <laughs> this guy's awesome. Anyway, so now we're back to some more of these fellow assholes yeah. of his. Um, you know, the flies. Um, I don't know who these people. Someone's some name Arnie. I feel like this is when they go, okay, so what ends up happening, because it's very convoluted, marionette guy and this guy uh-huh. lives in this big mansion. These two are warring arms manufacturers. Okay. And... As if the Marvel Universe needs more. Right. And they're like, oh no, the market has been saturated by all of our arms, so now we're going to fight each other for dom- for control of the market. Which, y- if this is in Canada, you fuckers are above America. It will <laughs> never be saturated with enough arms. Because Americans love guns. So <laughs> I don't think that could actually possibly happen. What, that this be in Canada? No, that there would be too many guns. <laughs> in Canada? No, just anywhere. They're like, we can't sell our guns because there's too many guns. I'm like, I don't think that's a thing that actually happens, guys. <laughs> I think most people are worried about their guns going away. Right. I was, I'm like, there's like stockpiles, and I'm sure that they would buy more. So there's no such thing as uh, too many, like you're, the market being saturated with guns. Seems to be one of those things that does not have. Did Charlton Heston write this? Yes, <laughs> this is an NRA book. <laughs> it's an NRA. Uh, and so now they're going to fight each other. Well, they're going to fight each other because so. they might as well. Sure, but they're also fighting over this girl, who both of them say is their daughter. My daughter. Which you know maybe we find out later what actually happened, but I think a much more interesting story would be that they are uh, former lovers. Who had adopted a child and now they are in a bitter custody dispute. Oh, like gay lovers? Yeah. And like they, they were married, now it's over, and now they're in a bitter custody dispute. That's much more interesting. I don't think than 19, what I, I don't think Stanley in nineteen seventy six were ready for that. Yeah. That could happen today. That would be actually that would make a lot of sense though. Warring. It makes much more fucking sense of what actually is going on. I'm like, okay. Actually I would love it. That'd be great if it was an angry, angry, bitter the, the the estranged gay couple. It, it makes more that sense. That were also arms manufacturers, filthy rich arms manufacturers. Yeah, fighting you know, and, and while the human fly of all fucking people <laughs> is like, I'm gonna help out here. You know, <laughs> you know, whatever. It's like, it, this is this is this is this is fucking crazy. Yeah. So like, uh, back with the human fly, he's still unconscious, and they like drag him down a path. Yeah, he's in some he's in some shuttles. Yeah, and, uh, like a mountain, and so he like he comes to and he escapes, and he runs down like like all these tunnels, 
and he's lost, or supposedly he's going to be lost, and we, um... There's a lot of ads in this book, also, oh, I just Jesus wanted to point out, there's a ton of ads in this book. These kids look creepy as shit, though. Well, they are creepy as shit. Yeah, it looks like you could be the, Hulk, the Hulk or the Spider-Man, and they have, like, these kids dressed up as Hulk and Spider-Man, but they're, like, like... Their heads are gigantic, but their bodies are child-sized. No, but, the, but they kind of look ripped, though. Like, look how big those kids' arms are. Yeah, it's weird. It's the other weird. thing is, this it's is like back... It's like this is back in the day like, okay. when you would actually find uh, ads for BB guns in these comic books. I'm not going to lie, though. I want these stamp pads. What are they? Let me see. Stamp pads. Oh, they're, they're like stamps with like Silver Surfer and, and Iron Silver Man Surfer, and stuff. And yeah, there's actually Vision. Oh, oh I like those. And That's this, I fun. think, is a, is, a, is a... Apparently, this here in the corner is a Ghost Rider action figure of some sort with interchangeable heads. Between the Ghost Rider and Johnny Blaze, I don't know if that's this... actually kind of fun. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah, what, does this exist? Like, who owns this? And it was only like three bucks. What do you think would happen if we actually like cut it out and sent it in? They would just send it back to us. No, Heroes World. Ooh, Heroes World. The Livingston Mall in Livingston, Jersey. You know what? I think we need to go. <laughs> it's probably not even there anymore. Guys, if Heroes World, if you work at Heroes World, let us know. Or if you live in New Jersey and know of Heroes World. If you live in New Jersey, just you tell know, us. We could just Google it. No. <laughs> no, wait for people to tweet. No uh, Anyway, so Human Fly runs away and then. Human flies in the caverns and he's. And he pulls out his light scepter, light, light, his light baton. Well, apparently. the only reason he does that is because he comes to a dead end and Marionette unleashes two panthers, which are also ripped. Oh, geez, yeah, look at that. Yeah, yeah those are... These, yeah. are these are some ripped panthers. They're, like, they're ripped to those kids in those costumes. Yeah, so he, like, blinds them with his light scepter, and then he... Yeah, why, why does a human fly have a light scepter? I don't know, but that's what he know. has. He's got one. Uh, Apparently, so he's he, not like, supposed to gimmicks. He's like Batman, but blinds sucks. them, and then somehow he finds the exit, and he feels really bad, but he has to kill this panther, and he throws it off a cliff. <laughs> well, you know, what happens is the, can- <laughs> the panther charges at him, yeah. And so he ducks. He's like, I've never killed anything before, but it's you or me. And I'm he hits, so sorry. He, he, hits the, he hits the he hits the uh, the panther, panther the with with his light stick as it jumps by. Yep. And if, where did the other one go? There were two panthers. I don't know. Actually, hang on. Let me go back here. No, wait. One of them got knocked out because they jumped into each other. You see? Oh, I see. Okay, I got so it. So now there's just a, a, an unconscious panther carcass. And now a dead panther. And now a dead panther that flew off a building, apparently. No, fall off mountain. A mountain, which is actually got to be horrifying for these tanks below. Yeah. You know, they probably just saw a fucking flying animal. Panther. And he, <laughs> but he feels bad. He, he apologizes for killing the panther. I know, but In it's... In his head. He's like, I'm so sorry I had to kill you, panther. <laughs> I don't know, I kind of, I, I thought it was funny. And as he, after he throws the panther off a cliff, he looks up and he sees, like, so apparently these arms manufacturers also have, like, mechanical warbirds, and they're not, like, planes. They're, like, actual, like, actual, like, mechanical fucking eagles and shit that people ride. (laughs) (laughs) It's really, I don't know why. And why has this not been introduced into the world? I mean, I mean, come on. I mean, if that's the kind of arms these guys are manufacturing... I can't imagine that anybody would not want to have those. Cool. I would want one. I, we, we would probably be having a very good... Uh, we'd probably be having, like... Like, know. I would want one instead of a car. 
Like, I want, like, a mechanical bird. Do they actually, thing. like, do anything, though? They seem just... to just flap. I know, they're just, like, flapping. That's what I mean. Like, I could use that instead of a car. We could just park it outside. Just... And take... That's a bird taking off, by the way. Oh, he has his own letters page. Oh, it's called Fly Papers. <laughs> only four letters in. He's going to be canceled a few Aww. later. Like, you know, he only gets, like, issue 18. Sorry, human fly. Yeah. So he sees this going on. Sensational like, idea of making a superhero out of a real life daredevil, but he's not real. Well, was there a real life daredevil called the Human Fly? I don't know. Maybe. I, I, well, no, there was because don't you remember like on the Simpsons no. episode where there's like he, like I said, someone's going on and like the Human Fly is on the building. He's like, everybody look up here, Human Fly. Yeah, but you I don't know? think he was a real guy. I no, think- actually, I think there was like, like a, a in the seventies there was like a stuntman or like just a. A gimmick guy that climbed buildings and used a human fly. Well, I think a lot of people tried to do that back in the day. They all tried to do the Tom Cruise and fucking Mission Impossible stick to a wall or window. But anyway, so he's like, oh no, it's happening. And then we're waiting to turn the page. Too many letters. Too many letters. Too many ads. Holy shit. I told you this thing is chock full of ads. The story was obviously short. Yes. What you can get a t- disco duck t-shirt. I can get everything here. Disco duck t-shirt. Look at this one here. I guess it's don't bug me, I bite. And it's just a picture of a dog sleeping. Not even like a medicine is a dog. dog sleeping? Oh, it is a dog sleeping. <laughs> it's a fat dog sleeping, too. It's like Tully. <laughs> if you were a dog. Crazy David's shops. Oh, look, it looks like Charles Manson. He sure does. Oh, Jesus Christ. Right, let's get out of here. All right. Um, so anyways, so the battle is underway. Battles on the way between two two millionaires fighting over a girl with polio. Yes, and they're shooting each other. And it's actually really funny because like it's literally like World War Three. I know, and it actually was really funny. It's like the only speech bubbles in this thing are people going, "Yeah, yog, <laughs> yas." <laughs> Why is somebody saying "Yeah"? Like, yeah, yeah. I know there should be somebody saying "yas." Yas. And they're flying around on fucking hovercraft. Yas I mean, queen. And they're fighting like in like in like what appears to be like a very small portion of a mountain. Yeah, and they're just, I mean like shit's on fire, and they're like well, this guy's falling here. That Look at guy died. Yog guy is falling. <laughs> so, and they're the human fly somehow. Um, he of uh, he. So here's like a flappy thing. Like one of well, he hops on his helicopter. Flappy helicopter. condor things. So he jumped on, like, one of his friend's helicopters. Right, to get up to the battle. And then he's like, I'm going to jump onto this flappy condor guy. And he jumps onto its foot. But if he's jumping onto this one, he says the pilot... He's jumping onto the tail. Right. But see, it's this one that he's jumping onto is what I'm assuming, right? This guy's looking right at the human fly. Because it's from front on, and then he jumps onto the back of it. And he goes, oh, good. The pilot hasn't seen me, but he totally did. And then he just punches this guy in the head well, and he falls he flew off. Maybe past him and then he jumped on it. Oh, maybe. Anyway, so he knocks this guy out. He falls to the ground. Apparently he lives. Uh, and the human fly takes over More the bird. Um, yeah, so he takes over the bird and then he tries to jump on the hovercraft where asshole man Martinet and his Martinet is there with his polio kid. Yeah. And something happens where he crashes the... Uh, the whatever hovercraft, hovercraft thing are on. into the other guy. 
and to the other guy, which how not everybody here is just fucking decimated. They should all be dead. They should all be dead. There's Especially a lot of fire. the girl in the wheelchair. Yeah, how she didn't like roll off this hovercraft like right here is beyond yeah, me. Yeah, wait a minute. Yeah, come <laughs> on. She's not very secure on there. She's not even strapped in. I'm... Even with her brakes on her wheelchair. She should have, like, She's just off. falling off like a hog. <laughs> she's just falling there. And it's just like, this, this thing is over. Yeah, it should be. These guys are like, she's falling in the, she's, she's in a ravine right now. Yes. She's, she's impaled on a tree. Yes. And so finally. Off the side of a mountain. <laughs> poor kid. As, excuse me. As this is going on, she's like, my father's. And the human flies like, what? And she's like, yes, uh, Dr. Mary, that's my actual father. Yeah, let's explain like this. Like, my, my literal biological father, because my mother married him. But as, as soon as I was born, she realized that money was making him terrible, and so she divorced him and took me with her and married the other guy. Uh, and so he is my stepfather. But then he got into money. But then he got into money, so he started being terrible, too. Uh, and then my mom died. And so, the, since these two can't fight over my mom anymore, they're fighting over me. Also, I have polio. Also, polio. But, I mean, these guys have tons of money. Yes. Don't they have anything else better to do? No, apparently not. This, mean, guy's, wearing inv- a fr- this guy's wearing a freaking costume. But they invented flappy condor birds. That well, the, bar- the, birds don't, cool. the, the birds don't do anything. If I had a flappy condor bird, all I would do is take it. They for a also ride. invented whatever looks like this giant tank that's got like and hover things. That guy's got a hovercraft. That guy has a literal fucking hovercraft, and they all they're doing is fighting over this girl instead of being like, hey, maybe we should just like pay tuition and send her to school. They're like get fucking her, fighting her, over her and almost her knocking her off a mountain. <laughs> Awful. Get some. Get a hobby, you guys. Jesus Christ. That's why I say it would make more sense if these two were, like, gay men in a bitter custody dispute over their adopted child. Well, this is funny, though, because later on, so she falls, she, in this whole fight, she gets, like... Knocked back. Knocked back, and she's, like, about to fall off the mountain or something. And, and somehow the, he saves her, but this doesn't make any sense, how he saves her, because he jumps off the thing, arms and he first, gra- and somehow swings back around and is able to grab onto the mountain and save her. Grabs her and then it's a real it's it's a strange and then whips her back up in the mountain and, and just like throws herself. her and and she lives. I call bullshit. Like, yeah, it doesn't make sense because he went off the mountain like diving off a diving board. He yeah. should not be able to turn around and throw her back up. And, that, and for especially at probably at whatever velocity he's yeah, doing. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. It's like I and feel to see that's how like far she is. Right, I feel it's like physically impossible against his sort of momentum. I mean, he's I know he's a daredevil. Yeah, but that's and still not possible. I understand that maybe he's got the, but he's got fucking steel bones. Yeah, wouldn't that make him really heavy? Uh, yeah. <laughs> so that makes him fall faster. This is actually kind of funny here. I just realized. So this is kind of brings credence to your gay couple thing. Yeah. Where like she's falling, and they're like, "Our daughter is being taken from us." I'm it like, makes more sense if they're a gay couple. Just like the her mother, <laughs> the woman we both love. Like they just yell it out while this dipshits jump. There's an, actually another part well, that there's a random yelly. I have to go back and show you this because it was really funny. Where the human fly yells out what he's doing, like, narrates it. Well, that's how, that's every comic No, but it's really funny, just the way he does it. Where is it? I think it's when he crashes. Ugh. No. This is fascinating. This is good. (laughs) There it is. When he gets onto their hovercraft, because he runs, see, he's 
the condor goes scree. And, and he goes he, ram. And he goes ram. And then he goes, I did it. <laughs> did you see what he's saying? I can't. I see did it. it. I guided the condor right into the marionette's flyer. Martinette's flyer, whatever his name is. And I just think that's hilarious that you would yell that out loud. In the I win. I did it, you guys. Oh, shut up. So anyway. Uh, shut up, everybody. Polio girl is saved. And that cool guy with the hook hand and his buddy, like, and his lady friend land the plane. They've been flying in to be like, we're here to help you, human fly, now that you don't need any help. And human fly just, like, shames these two well, guys. Well, so. And they're like, you're terrible. This is your daughter. You shouldn't be like that. And they're both like, Meh. And he's like, we're going to go take her to the hospital so we can get her the best care the money could buy. Yeah. And then he, like, walks away. And that's the end of that. That's the end of that. And then something happens next month with the Inferno. I don't know. Yeah. So that's the Human Fly. Human Fly. In December of 1976, number four. Mm-hmm. Well, would you read number five? I don't think so. See, that's. I think I think I could I think I could buy without not not reading the Human Fly again. Yeah, for me, I'm like I kind of. I don't know. I think I'd actually pick up another Human Fly and pick up the next issue. There's a lot of action, though. There's a lot of action, but I actually, he, there's a lot of, like, forethought, a lot of, you know, thinking in his part about not wanting to harm. Yeah, that's a big thing I read, I read it when I read up on And that's a really big thing for him to, and I kind of enjoy that because a lot of, yeah, a lot of heroes give lip service to it, but he's actually like, I don't even want to kill the panther. I, you know, I'm hoping I can do this without hurting this guy I'm going to knock out. It's true. So I, yeah. I kind of appreciate that aspect of his character. It's probably why he didn't last very long, though. Yeah, he just kind of straight up kill people like Superman does. Yeah, you like put when the they're fuck aliens. out Superman or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> especially if they're aliens who are absorbing your energy. You can kill them, it's cool. Oh, yeah, yeah, Superman will just, Superman will just fucking rip, out, rip, rip your dick off. <laughs> rip your alien dick off and be like, fuck that Would shit. Would he bloodlessly remove your penis? <laughs> <laughs> And, he would yell, and, then, and then he would yell, I did it! I bloodlessly removed his alien penis! You guys, this is a reference uh, it's a dollop to reference. an episode of a podcast called The Dollop with Dave, Anthony, and Gareth Reynolds, uh, which if you are not listening to, you should be, because it's really fucking funny. Yeah. Uh, and it's from an episode called The Dolphin. Right. Just listen to it. That's yeah. all I gotta say. Nice plug. Yeah. Uh, but, <laughs> plug for podcasts not even on your network. No, but <laughs> I like Dave. But Dave Anthony's quite He's great, and, it's, it's, and so is Gareth. They're, they're both great. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, and I would—I don't know. Eh, human, human, fly. human fly, though. He is, you know, he he doesn't. He's one of the, the thing about him, though, is he's a character that I don't think exists outside of whatever shit was happening in 1976 Like, he doesn't whatever. even get, like, to be on a team. Everybody gets to be on a team. No, I mean, not everybody gets to be on a team. But I feel like everybody gets to be on a team. I think that's the thing. That's why there's so many goddamn team-up books. They're like, let's put all the people. I'll have to do a bit more to research on him to see if there's anything else that came up for him. Because I'm just curious to see. But, I mean, he sounds like, I mean, you maybe, know. maybe he's lucky. Maybe he, he could end up in a book. I realize it's not a Marvel book, but he could end up in something like Primal Force. <laughs> oh, yeah. 
Oh, yeah, we were going to read that this week. We were going to read Primal Force number seven uh, because it had a cover with, like, Mullet Superman and Bike Shorts Wonder Woman and some guy named Jack-O-Lantern. And, and Azrael. And Azrael. And you're like, holy Whole, shit. Batman, badass. This is going to be some bullshit. And it was the most, like, it was bad, but it committed the egregious sin of being bad and boring. Right, that's the problem. That was the problem. We were like, uh, no. <laughs> this hey, isn't gonna work. Hey, you can't, you can't, it just, it just, it just doesn't feel right to read something that's just boring. And you know what sucks is, I'll just comment real quick on Primal Force. Like, I have another Primal Force book. And it's gotta it's, be better than that one. It's better than that, but there's really not a lot going on. Well, that, the one we ended up reading was like, it was literally a recap of what was going on in the other DC books at that time. Yeah. And I was like, Wow. I'm glad I fucking sat through this. It was boring. Oh, what a bummer. Anyway. anyway fuck so that's, Primal Force. Fuck Primal Force. And maybe the human fly should be glad that he's not on a team. No. Because he might get the boring book. He got out why, why it's good. Why the getting was good. And now he's probably like, you know, in Sarasota somewhere. Like, you know, hanging out with other former daredevils. Well, maybe he'll get a chance. Maybe he'll, maybe he'll get a chance to, you know, be on his own book someday. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. But, anyways, that's the Human Fly, and that's, human uh, fly. that's it for our show this week. Uh, thank you for listening. What? Oh, I don't know that noise. Oh, that was supposed to be a fly? Buzz. Do you remember that Simpsons where, like, they did, like, a fly send up and Bart ended up with a fly head? Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, and I kind of wish this guy had a fly head. Hmm. That'd be really exciting. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> He should. He should. He should be sticky and gross. Yeah, um, but he's not. He's just some guy with steel bones, and yet somehow he's doing random things. Yeah. Anyway, so where can people find you, Sean? Find me on the Twitter at Angry Hero Sean S H A W N. You can also well, that's how you spell Sean. Um, also <laughs> the uh, also Angry Hero Sean on Instagram and my Tumblr, theangryhero.tumblr.com. And I am at Jen Stansfield on Instagram and Twitter, uh, jenstansfield.tumblr.com and jenstansfield.wordpress.com. Great. All right. Well, that's it for the show this week. We will talk to you guys next week. Bye.